0: Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, October 28. U.S. equities rose sharply, extending last week's solid gains as the markets reacted to a date full of earnings and economic data. Apple beat estimates but reported weaker-than-expected iPhone revenues. Amazon's earnings were also ahead of forecasts, but revenues missed, and the company issued disappointing guidance. Dow member Intel topped projections and announced $10 billion in cost reductions, while fellow Dow component Chevron and ExxonMobil bested expectations. On the economic front, personal income and spending were upbeat, employment costs for the third quarter moderated but remained high. Pending home sales dropped, and consumer sentiment was revised modestly higher. Treasury yields gained ground following the data, and the US dollar was modestly higher, continuing to rebound from a recent drop while crude oil and gold prices fell. Stocks in Asia tumbled after being dragged down by tech issues and following the Bank of Japan's decision to remain steady. Markets in Europe ended mixed as investors absorbed yesterday's European Central Bank monetary policy decision and the flood of earnings reports. The Dow Jones Industrial Average climbed 829 points, or 2.6 percent, to 32,862. The S&P 500 Index jumped 94 points, or 2.5 percent, to 3,901 and the Nasdaq Composite soared 310 points, or 2.9%, to 11,102. In moderate volume, 4.4 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.7 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI Crude Oil fell $1.18 to $87.90 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price declined $17.70 to $1,647.90 per ounce, and the dollar index nudged 0.1% higher to 110.68. Markets were higher for the week, as the Dow Jones Industrial Average soared 5.7%, the S&P 500 climbed 4%, and the Nasdaq Composite rose 2.2%. In equity news on Friday, Dow member Apple Incorporated, ticker symbol AAPL, reported fiscal fourth-quarter earnings per share of $1.29, slightly above the $1.27 set estimate. Revenues rose 8.1 percent year-over-year to $90.15 billion, topping the street's forecast of $88.75 billion. However, the tech giant fell short of sales estimates for core product categories, particularly iPhones and iPads. Apple's chief executive officer Tim Cook said it would have seen double-digit growth in revenues if not for the strong dollar, and that the company's high-end iPhone 14 Pro devices suffered supply constraints. Apple's services business also missed estimates. Apple did not provide guidance for fiscal first quarter, keeping with its theme of not providing an outlook citing uncertainty. SHARES TRADED HIGHER Amazon Inc., ticker symbol AMZN, posted adjusted third quarter earnings per share of $0.28 above the anticipated $0.22, with revenues rising 14.7% year-over-year to $127.1 billion, south of the forecasted $127.5 billion. Amazon Web Services accounted for a large majority of the company's profits, but it posted the slowest growth since 2014. The firm's advertising unit was also a bright spot for the quarter. Chief Executive Officer Andy Jassy said, quote, "...there is obviously a lot happening in the macroeconomic environment," end quote, adding, quote, "...and we'll balance our investments to be more streamlined without compromising our key long-term strategic bets," end quote. Looking ahead, the online shopping behemoth said it sees a fourth-quarter revenue between 140 billion dollars to 148 billion, well short of analysts estimates for 155.2 billion. Shares of Amazon were noticeably lower. Dow member Intel Corporation, ticker symbol INTC, announced third-quarter earnings of $0.59 per share, above the anticipated $0.34, as revenues decreased 15.2% year-over-year to $15.34 billion, but slightly ahead of the expected $15.31 billion. Chief Executive Officer Pat Gelsinger said that it is, quote, planning for the economic uncertainty to persist into 2023, end quote. As such, the chipmaker said it sees fourth quarter earnings per share of 20 cents on revenues within a range of 14 to $15 billion, well below the street's estimates of $0.70 cents per share and $16.3 billion, respectively. However, the company announced that it plans up to $10 billion in cost reductions and efficiency improvements by the end of 2025. Shares rallied. Fellow Dow component Chevron Corporation, ticker symbol CVX reported a third-quarter profit of $5.78 per share, besting the $4.89 fact-set estimate on a 49 percent year-over-year surge in revenues to $66.64 billion, well ahead of the $57.36 billion forecast. ExxonMobil Corporation ticker symbol XOM) also posted results that were well ahead of estimates, with third-quarter earnings per share rising to $4.45 compared to the street's estimate of $3.86, as revenues grew 52 percent year-over-year to $112.07 billion, versus expectations of $104.59 billion. Shares of Chevron and ExxonMobil were both higher. Stocks ended the week higher, adding to last week's sharp rise, which was the best weekly gain since June, with bond yields and the US dollar pulling back a bit. Elevated Treasury yields and the U.S. dollar have added to global economic pressure and are threatening corporate profits, as discussed in the latest Schwab Market Perspective, no stopping the Fed. Meanwhile, the third quarter earnings season has hit a higher gear, and Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders discusses in her article titled Earnings Trampled Underfoot, How the bear market has been driven by multiple compression, making valuations look relatively compelling, but expected weakness in earnings may limit the upside potential for stocks. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Additionally, Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop, CFA, notes in his article titled, The End of Earnings Growth, how the earnings outlook is dimming as the economy slows, which could result in cuts to earnings forecasts and downside for stocks. However, Jeff points out that UK earnings have been a surprising outperformer. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and in Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Friday, personal income rose 0.4 percent month-over-month in September, matching the Bloomberg consensus forecast and August's upwardly revised gain. Personal spending increased 0.6 percent north of the street's expectations for a 0.4 percent rise and compared to the prior month's upwardly adjusted 0.4 percent advance. The August savings rate as a percentage of disposable income was 3.1 percent, below August's unrevised 3.5 percent rate. The PCE deflator increased 0.3 percent month-over-month, meeting expectations, and following August's unadjusted 0.3 percent gain. Compared to last year, the deflator was 6.2 percent higher, in line with estimates, and compared to the prior month's unadjusted 6.2 percent rise. Excluding food and energy, the PCE core Price Index rose 0.5 percent month-over-month, matching forecasts and August's rise. The index was 5.1 percent higher year-over-year compared to estimates of a 5.2 percent increase after August's unadjusted 4.9 percent rise. Pending home sales dropped 10.2% month-over-month in September, far more than the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a 4% decline, and following August's favorably revised 1.9% decrease. Sales fell 31% year-over-year, on the heels of August's negatively revised 24.1% fall. Pending home sales reflect contract signings and are a gauge of the pipeline of existing home sales, as properties typically go under contract a month or two before they are sold. The final University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index for October was revised higher to 59.9 from the preliminary 59.8 figure versus an expected dip to 59.6. The upward revision came as the current conditions component of the survey was revised modestly higher from the preliminary estimate, while the expectations component of the survey was steady. The one-year inflation forecast was adjusted lower to 5% from the preliminary estimate of 5.1%, where it was expected to remain, and up from September's 4.7% rate. The 5-10-year inflation forecast was unchanged from the preliminary read of 2.9% matching forecasts and above September's 2.7% rate. The third quarter employment cost index increased 1.2% quarter-over-quarter in line with estimates and down slightly from the second quarter's unadjusted 1.3% rise. Treasury yields were higher, as the yield on the two-year note gained seven basis points to 4.41%. The yield on the 10-year note rose 6 basis points to 4.01 percent, and the 30-year bond rate increased 4 basis points to 4.13 percent. Elevated bond yields and the U.S. dollar have fostered volatility in the markets, with the Fed leading a global monetary policy tightening charge. Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist Kathy Jones discusses this in her article titled Markets to Fed – Slow Down, You Move Too Fast and how, if these trends continue, the Fed may end up slowing its pace of tightening but not stopping it. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Cathy Jones. In her latest article, Different Strings, Similar Story, Schwab's Lizanne Saunders discusses how a lot of attention has been paid to the elevated risk and announcement of a recession, but investors should instead focus on signals coming from leading economic indicators. While the third-quarter earnings season will continue in earnest next week and be in focus, the economic calendar will offer some highly anticipated reports that could likely move the markets. Looks at manufacturing and services PMIs from ISM and SNP Global are on deck, as well as the Chicago PMI for October. Factory orders, preliminary third-quarter non-farm productivity and unit labor costs and the trade balance are also slated for release. The labour market will be on display courtesy of initial jobless claims for the week ended October 29, the Job Openings and Labour Turnover Survey or JOLTS, and the ADP Employment Change release, which all lead up to the October labour report set for the end of the week. However, the headlining event will likely be the Federal Open Market Committee's or FOMC monetary policy decision on Wednesday, with the street pricing in another 75 basis point rate hike. In international news on Friday, stocks in Europe were mixed as the market sifted through a host of economic and earnings reports. Third quarter GDP in Germany showed expansion on a quarterly basis, above estimates and what was reported in the second quarter, while output in Spain also showed modest growth, but the figure was below forecasts and a sharp drop from the prior quarter. Meanwhile, consumer inflation in France and Italy continued to heat up, and prices in Spain moderated some but remained elevated, while prices at the wholesale level in France and Italy were also solidly higher. The markets also continued to grasp yesterday's monetary policy decision from the European Central Bank, or ECB, and subsequent comments from ECB President Christine Lagarde. The European Central Bank raised its benchmark interest rate by 75 basis points for a second time, while Lagarde said although it has already made significant progress, quote, we are not done yet, end quote, and there will be further rate increases. Political developments out of the UK remained in focus, as Rishi Sunak became the UK's new prime minister this week and vowed to place economic stability and confidence at the heart of the government's agenda. His appointment came as former Prime Minister Liz Truss resigned last Thursday following a failed tax-cutting plan that rocked the financial markets, particularly bonds and currencies. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his latest article, titled Revenge of the Markets, how markets can have more sway over policymakers than vice versa, as demonstrated in the UK recently. Jeff offers three ideas for what markets may compel other policymakers to do next. Mounting inflation worries have also added to the market uneasiness and have been exacerbated by the persistent energy crisis in the region due to the continued war in Ukraine. The British pound nudged higher versus the US dollar, and the euro declined against the greenback, while bond yields in the eurozone and the UK were lower. The UK FTSE 100 index was down 0.4 percent, Spain's IBEX 35 index declined 0.6 percent, Italy's FTSE MIB index lost 0.3%, while France's CAC 40 index gained 0.5%, Germany's DAX index increased 0.2%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index rose 0.6%. Stocks in Asia finished solidly lower, with technology stocks the main catalyst to the downside following the earnings announcements from Apple and Amazon. Investors are also digesting the Bank of Japan's decision to keep its accommodative policy intact, continuing to be one of the few central banks around the world to refrain from adopting aggressive stances in tightening policy. The People's Bank of China is another that has bucked the trend and has added stimulus, as the company tries to stabilize its economy that has been hampered by COVID-induced lockdowns. The region also continues to process the implications from the conclusion of China's 20th National Congress over the weekend that saw President Xi receive a third term. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his article titled China Q&A Top 5 Questions, discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more. In economic news in the region, consumer prices in Tokyo posted its highest reading since 1989 and above expectations, and the nation's unemployment rate edged higher amid an increase in the labour force, while wholesale prices in Australia continued to rise. Japan's Nikkei 225 index declined 0.9%, with the yen stable but remaining at multi-decade lows versus the US dollar. The Hong Kong Hang Seng Index led to the downside, tumbling 3.7 percent, with a 5.6 percent drop in the Technology Index, applying the lion's share of the pressure. China's Shanghai Composite Index fell 2.3 percent, while South Korea's KOSPI Index and Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index both declined 0.9 percent. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index was the lone outlier, finishing 0.3 percent higher. Next week's international economic calendar will deliver a host of reports that could shape market action, headlined by a number of manufacturing and services PMIs from across the globe. Meanwhile, Japan will release industrial production, retail sales, consumer confidence and housing starts. Australia will provide a look at retail sales, trade data and the Reserve Bank of Australia's monetary policy decision. In the eurozone, third-quarter GDP, CPI, PPI and labour figures will be reported, while Germany will offer retail sales, the trade balance, the employment change and manufacturing orders. Finally, the UK will post lending statistics and the Bank of England's monetary policy decision. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15pm Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, October 28th.